Hello, everybody, and you're all very welcome to this week's Nave from Barra podcast. This week's guest is former hurler and footballer with the club, uh, Mick Brown. Mick is also a member and one of the one of the founding members of of the Nave Olive GAA club over in Sandyford. Mick, how are you doing? I'm great, Danny. How are you doing yourself? Ah, ah brilliant, brilliant, Mick. The weather's great out there, isn't it? Absolutely brilliant. Yeah. Are you out enjoying it? Uh, not yet. I'm waiting. As soon as this is over now. Wait until I get off the phone with you. The shovel ready and the spade and I'll have to go start doing a bit of gardening. Hello? You there, Mick? Oh, I'm here. Sorry. I lost you for We lost you Sorry. there. We lost you there. I don't know what yeah. happened there. Anyway, so we'll get into it, Mick. Tell us how it all started, Feet and Finbars. Oh, long, a long time ago. Um, well, I suppose it started uh, back in uh, when two, two of my brothers played for Finbars. And then I went to Finbars School um, up in Cabra West and uh, mm. really started in the school, I suppose. Well, it started before that because my dad was a hurler, and uh, so it was in the family that you know. Yeah, yeah. My uh, three brothers, right two your of father won an All Ireland. Yeah, he won, he won an All Ireland hurling medal with Mead, of all places, to win an All Ireland hurling medal. It was, I think, it was, it was um, nineteen twenty-seven, and uh, I don't think Mead had won any football All Irelands by then. But uh, mm. yeah. He won a junior hurling all Ireland, and then he yeah. moved to Dublin and played for Fogs. Yeah, right. That was his club in Dublin Fogs. Yeah. And yeah. what was his Fogs. club in Mead? Uh, at Boy. Right. At Boy, and he won right. county championships with them. And... Right. And you just mentioned the brother there as well. The bro- yeah, the uh, two two brothers who played for Finbars and my my uh, John Joe, my brother, Lord of Mercy, and him. He. Uh, he was just four or five years older than me, and um, it really started for me when he he got picked on a Dublin uh, minor panel, yeah. along with Des Des Foley, a, a very good minor team. Unfortunately, the year they were playing, Des Foley broke his collarbone and didn't play. Yeah, but um, yeah, he was on the on the panel that year. Yeah. So that's what started me on. And and how did you get introduced to the club, Mick? Was that through the school? You said you went to school in Finbars there and in Cabra. Was that through the uh, school? Yeah, was it? Yeah, I started playing for the school, and and then at the same time, Jerry Kyo, of course, the great Jerry, came around and and uh, started playing for the Finbars. It started at under fifteen because there was no there was nothing, no under tens, elevens, twelves, or thirteens or fourteens at that time. Yeah, yeah, just, yeah. Uh, and that's where that's where it started at that age group. Under fifteen, yeah, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Not not like it is now. You start at four years of no, age. <laughs> absolutely. But uh, oh yeah, we were a great team. We, two yeah. years we won the under fifteen leagues. Now super super team in Finbars. Yeah, yeah. In the, yeah. In the club, you know. Yeah, and the schools they would have had good teams. They had good teachers. Yeah, school, really yeah. interested, hadn't they? Yeah, we got to the we got to Crow Park, um, in nineteen fifty eight. I think it was. Uh, we were beaten, but um. Yeah, Paddy Bond, born uh, was was the, one of the, the teachers. Well, uh, Morris McAuliffe was probably the most influential there. Um, Morris 
later became uh, chairman of Cumann and Mulskull. Yeah. But uh, he, he was uh, manager of the, the senior teams, you know. But uh, yeah. we got the club and we, yeah. we lost, unfortunately. But, uh, yeah. And I know you said you had a, an influence there in the skill, but growing up, who would you say in Finbars would have been an influence on you? One of your biggest influences growing up there? Yeah, oh, I don't know. At that time, there was, uh, I mean, playing alongside, would it be your. Uh, no, as a, as a mentor, like, who would you be in your biggest oh, no, influence? No, as a mentor? Really only underage, it was only Jerry Kyo when yeah. I was there. I didn't. I don't think there was anyone else. Right. Seemed to be running. We seemed to be running all the teams, you know, yeah. underage. Um, so it would be Jerry who would be the one. Right. Um, right. Larry Cairns came along, but he came along after uh, a year or two after after uh, we we were moving on up the line, you know. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, Jerry. Jerry and, was the man. Yeah. And I know you played both coach. You played hurling and football, Mick. But as a child, which, yeah. which did you prefer? Or? Ah, yeah, it was hurling. It was always hurling. Yeah, football was only uh, keep you fit. Just something else to do, you know. But uh, wasn't never any great interest in. It. I played it, but I went to, yeah. played a bit of soccer first as well before I played hurling because there was uh, underage teams in soccer at the time. You know? Right, right. Like, I under elevens or under tens or something. I know. Yeah, yeah. And and tell us, have you any nicknames? I don't, not that I know of. I've probably got a lot of names called in all right, but I don't remember any. any. Yeah, not your face, though. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, yeah. And I know now, Mick, and I know I say this to everyone every week, but I've actually seen myself now how important um, how important the club, you know, is in the community at Cabra. It's it's just a focal point there, but how important do you think is your club in, in the community there? Yeah, absolutely. Well, in Cabra especially, it's it's unbelievable, you know, and and it always was. But we always had a, a long old battle up there in Cabra West with the with trying to get teams because the soccer had such a stranglehold on the area, you know. Yeah. So it was always um, it was it was always a, a a bit of a struggle, you know. Yeah. And uh, we we struggled for years to get to get some place to. To have a clubhouse to, to really get settled into the community, you know, properly. Yeah. And and um lucky enough when I I became chairman up there, uh, we did get a we did get a, a, a clubhouse, you know. Yeah. Yeah. An old house which we converted, you know. But, uh, it's a great setup now, uh, isn't it? Oh yeah, it's incredible stuff up there. Yeah, yeah it's just yeah. unbelievable. Yeah. So when you when you were out on the road as a kid, Mick, and you were poking around or kicking the ball around, was there was there any particular player you aspired to be? Oh, I suppose that when I was a youngish, uh, yeah, Jimmy Doyle, Tipperary, oh, super, super hurler. I just yeah, could watch him all, all day. Left-handed hurler, but yeah, beautiful, beautiful uh, player. Yeah, and also the, the Dublin and the Dublin players, uh, Des Foley, the best dual dual player like ever. You know, hurling yeah. and football. Yeah, unbelievable. You know. Yeah, could you could you compare Never them to anyone? To be, uh, could you compare Never them to anyone in today's game? Uh, well, a dual player, no. Obviously, Jimmy Doyle, you could say TJ Reid, you know, yeah. like that type of left-hander as well. Yeah. Um, but um, Des Foley, there's no one like him because there's no dual player that, you know, plays uh, play inter-county. At think that level now, yeah, it's, it's gone now, that isn't it? Level, yeah. 
Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So can you remember <laughs> yeah. what was your most memorable occasion in a Finbar's jersey? Uh, I don't know. One of them underage was, was um, our second year. We won the under-15 leagues twice and uh, two years running. The, the second year we were in the first division. And we played Vincent's in the final uh, and we beat them. We hammered them, which was real. Uh, it was great because nobody ever beat Vincent's in them days, you know. You were, yeah. Vincent's were always the top club. Yeah. We hammered them. We beat them by 12 goals to 12 goals and four points to two yeah. goals and four points, something like that. Yeah. Some crazy score. We, we, we had a great team. Yeah, so, I, yeah, I believe in them days, all them, the likes of Vincent's had some great players, hadn't they? Oh, yeah, sure. Tony Hannahoe was playing centre-back for them that night, you know. Ah, yeah. Hannahoe would be in my year and, and uh, Keaveney, I'm not sure. Keaveney came from Whitehall, so I don't know whether he was actually playing under 15 for, for Vincent's at the time, but uh, right. Hannahoe certainly was playing centre-back because yeah. I do. And as an adult in a Finbar's jersey, what would you say was your most memorable occasion? I suppose um '69 we won the we won the um we won the inter- intermediate hurling championship and the senior hurling league division two. Yeah, it's probably probably the best. Although in '71 we were we were relegated in '70 back down to division two and uh, we won it again in '71 and I was captain in '71 and I won it so. Yeah, captain of a team to win a trophy was yeah was just great. And would it be right in saying, uh, Mick, in in that uh, in that year, 1968 as well, you were saying there in round seat, you, you played on the double intermediate panel. Yeah, yeah, I had I was on it for two years, but uh, yeah, I walked away. <laughs> yeah, I walked away from the panel in '68. Right, in the, the semi-final. Um, I was supposed to be one of the named subs and I had a jersey and all that, but I didn't get on. They put on someone else, so right. I got tick and I walked <laughs> out. I said, no, I'm not. Well, I didn't want to be sitting around, you know, just, yeah. you know, if I wasn't going to get a game. So I walked away. Yeah. But, and uh, they went on to win a Leinster that team, didn't they? They did. Right. They did. did you yeah. get a medal? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. They asked me to go back, actually, for the Leinster final. I wouldn't go back. Right. <laughs> I'm so annoyed at the whole thing, but because uh, they'd lost a few players to the senior team, you know the way. Yeah. Uh, at the time, you know, there's a couple of players taken off their panel, off the panel. Yeah. And they asked me to go back again. Because I know you weren't interested. I went down to watch them. I was, it was great, but uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I lost out in the Leicester medal anyway. Yeah, oh. I'm sure there was a lot of good players around was, there yeah. and, and around that panel as well. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Players, who, who would yeah. you say was the best player you ever played with, and why? Well, playing with Finbars, um, well, it was because I was played up forward. You, you remember the forward uh, mostly, you know, it was like Paddy Miles was up there and, and uh, Peter Lowry was probably the best player I played with because Peter Peter took threes. Peter was the best striker of all, probably one of the best I've ever seen. Like, it, And he could hit threes over no problem, for, you know, from inside yeah. the, the opponent's half and he could take pe- uh, penalties or mm. so I was good at getting freeze because I, I was I'd run a run at defences and I was always getting taken down yeah and it was great because you knew you were getting score like if you, if you didn't let if you, if you didn't get by yeah. you knew that Peter Lowry would always score the points yeah. you know yeah yeah Pace have a good free taker on the team doesn't 
Oh, absolutely, all the time. Yeah. In later years, when when we were playing, when we were in my last hurrah in '83, '84, we had Paul Turner taking freeze, you know, yeah. and Paul was another one who just yeah. could knock them over, you know, and uh, it's always always very important, even if if these free takers didn't do very much in the bit. In the match, yeah, you know, having someone to step up and you do needed it. someone to knock them over when you needed to be knocked yeah, over. Yeah, and what about the best yeah. player you ever played against, Mick? Who was the best player you ever played against? Oh, I don't know. There was a, a chap called Willie Devitt played for um, commercials, played centre back for commercials, yeah, and uh, he uh. He moved. He moved to Fogs. He played for Dublin as well. Then he, they moved. He moved from commercials to Fogs. Right. Willie was a great player, a gentleman. As yeah, well. what? Was... Man, he owns a. He used to own the pub down in Camden uh, Street. There, the Cusick Stand. Yeah, down in Camden yeah, Street. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, your favorite sporting personality? Oh, whew. at the moment, never thought of that. No. Um. I suppose to watch TJ Weed play hurling is just incredible, yeah. you know, from a hurling point of view. Yeah. You'd have to be TJ. Yeah. And if you, yeah. if you had to play any other sport other than GAA, what would that sport be? I'd love to have played rugby, but it'd be too small for that. <laughs> so I suppose it'd have to be, it'd have to be soccer. Yeah, do you like the soccer? I played it played, yeah, before, yeah. Played with, with uh, played with um, soccer with uh, Jimmy Conway, yeah. who died recently. Lord have mercy, and Jimmy Jimmy uh, was a neighbour of mine, and we played together. Right. We joined Cabra West Albion together under tens or something like that, playing soccer. Yeah, and know? he went on to greater things, didn't he, Jimmy Conway? He was oh, he was always destined to be great, to be an international soccer player. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What what was you, what would you say was your biggest strength as a player? Um. <laughs> I don't know. I was quick off the mark, um, you know, and and um, probably kind of had a good judge of where the ball would would go or drop, you know, that yeah. kind of way. Being because I wasn't the biggest on the uh, there, because you, there was no sense in knocking the ball coming in to me, yeah. you know, up in the air and that type of thing. And so, you know, waiting for the breaks and yeah. looking, for, you know, to make sure you knew where the ball was going to go before. Yes, yeah. that, that yeah. was the main thing. So in your in your time playing in film bars, can you remember any real funny story? Oh. There's a few. <laughs> yeah, there's a few. I don't know whether it's funny or not. We went yeah. to play in a championship match and uh, senior hurling championship out in Parnell Park and they had the old wooden huts out there. And then... Um, Vincent's were in next door, and of course, Finbar's not have always been, you know, they always had a bad name and this type of thing. But we heard, uh, heard the manager of Vincent's giving his team a right rollicking before we yeah. went out in the pitch. You could hear it through the wall, and yeah. um, he was telling them, Don't let these fellas intimidate you, you know, get it stuck in. And he was giving them what for, and things. so uh, our comedian Jimmy Cullen, Jimmy played in golf, was it? Jimmy was great. Great man, yeah. Jimmy, Jimmy started banging his hoard off the ground and, and started saying blood, blood, blood. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that put the scares up. Oh yeah, 
Jesus was the toughest match we went to, and I tell you, because we'd heard the the early on of your man, it was just so. Yeah. Both teams went that it's like there was no tomorrow, you know. <clears throat> did, did you just win? No, we didn't. No, no. We very, very seldom be fencing senior hurling in fairness. So. Yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah. Well, and then then they've beaten them a few times now since in fairness, but I. I don't know whether it was ever on the se- our senior hurling team that big Vincent's. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They were a good team in them days. Yeah. Unfortunately there were three or four teams up at the top that we just couldn't Yeah. We couldn't we couldn't crack. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. What do you love most about the current game? Well the skill level is just is just out of this world, you know. I mean yeah. it's just it's just unbelievable to see them scoring and, and uh, the way they can score and take points now, yeah. I think it's a bit easier with the ball they have now. It seems to be, you know, it travels much faster. Yeah, border. Yeah, it's a lot quicker, points. isn't it? Yeah, it's, it makes the game a lot more quicker. The puck outs yeah. are landing; you can land them down in the the opponent's square. Yeah, I think it's every year it's getting quicker, isn't it? Yeah, I'm not sure it's a good idea. I think you should put it. Should pull back in a heavier ball. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the ball flies around smaller yeah. ball. And, and what frustrates you most about the current game? Uh, fussy referees. I always had to think about fussy referees, but uh, mm. I don't think they, some of them don't let the, the game flow enough. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's the best? What's the best advice you've ever received? The advice I ever received, and I never took it, was to to. Uh, Take your scores, take me scores. When, I, when I, instead of passing the ball, I tended to to be passing the ball too much, even in hurling, which was, you know, yeah. but, uh, never took it though, unfortunately. Yeah, take your own scores. But I, but I, t- yeah, when I think back on it, uh, you know, but, uh, yeah. yeah. And just just going into a little bit of history of when you played as well, Mick. I believe you played in a, a bowling cup semi final against Fogs and Crow Park, and you scored a goal yeah. in that game. Yeah, <laughs> I scored a goal. Yeah, we we're beaten again. Yeah, but, um, yeah, we um, yeah semi final. It was great. I don't I don't know what happened there. They played a few matches, Dublin senior matches in Crow Park that time. You know they were. I yeah. don't know what they were trying to do, but great just, playing Croker with the club though. Yeah, yeah. Well, I played in it with with, with the, the school as well when we got to the final that time. I scored a goal that day. So I scored, played twice, and scored twice in Crow Park. So. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. That is good. That is good. Beaten twice, though. Not, not so good. <laughs> not many can say that. Um, yeah. And you became chairman of the club in the seventies for a few years. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. We we were running into hard times then, and um, a lot of the the older players, you know, had, had were retiring and that type of thing. You know, there was. Yeah. And the, the interest in the club was waning a bit at the time because. Uh, We'd lost. We'd even lost a few players to go play soccer, and a few mentors left us and went. You know, but um, yeah, yeah. So I took it over. Yeah, yeah. How long? Yeah, how we, long was your tenure there? Was a few I years. Know, or? Yeah, it was four, maybe four years. Or... Right, right. And and I see here as well, Mick. You were um, you were helped. Uh, you you helped in the in the formation of the of the old GAA club there in Sandyford. How did that come about? Did, did you move south later? Well, I moved. Uh, well, well, I moved in uh, when I got married in 1967. Yeah. I moved up to Dundrum, yeah. Dundrum, Sandyford. You know, and uh, 
my son was nine or ten, he was playing soccer and I was managing a soccer team as well as being chairman of yeah. Fimbers and playing senior hurling for Fimbers. I was managing an under ten soccer team. It didn't seem to be right. <laughs> yeah. So I called a meeting of a lot of lads to who I knew around the area and we yeah. we got together formed the team the club, you know. So we found it all. What what year was that, Mick? Uh, 81. 81, that's when all those were formed, is it? Yeah, yeah. Right, you should have a great set up there now. Yeah, it's, it's super, super set up, super, uh, super. Yeah, yeah. So we're on to the, yeah, uh, we're on to the quick, the quick fire round now, Mick, okay? So these are just a few quick questions now, and we'll, uh, and, um, and we'd like you to answer them now as honestly as you can. <laughs> your occupation, what's your occupation? Well, I'm retired now. But, yeah. um, Brilliant. <laughs> What did you do? I worked uh, as um, Ericsson in Ericsson's the, the telephone company. Right, right. Your favourite field? Uh, I suppose steak and onions. I suppose old skill can't beat it. Yeah, yeah. Few chips on the side. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> favourite no thing to ah, oh, there you have it. <laughs> favourite thing to drink? Yeah, uh, Smithix. Right, Smithix. Yeah. That's an unusual one, isn't it? Smithix. Didn't think yeah. people still there's drank only, that. There's only, a, there's only a few of us left yet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, fa- favourite day of the week? Yeah. Used to be Friday. Right. Most of the day are good now. Yeah, when you're retired, yeah, every day is a good day. Yeah. yeah. Uh, favourite month of the year? Yeah. Uh, September. Why is that? I don't know. Usually the All-Irelands are on and yeah, you used to go on holidays in September a lot as well, you know. Nice, right. nice do, you, do you have any pets? No, no. If you had a superpower, what would it be? Oh, jeez, I don't know. <laughs> I haven't a clue. <laughs> <laughs> Favourite companion if you were stranded on a desert island? Oh, my God. Well, um, you better get this one right now, Mick. Yeah, but it must be the wife. Yeah, she <laughs> put up with me for this long. About it. For, is she not listening? Stranded, is she? Right? So she's not. No, no. Yeah, well, you can say who you want. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah. after her, I suppose it'd be Twiggy. After her, it'd be Twiggy. Uh, club or county? Uh, club. Henry Shefflin or TJ Reid? TJ. Dermot Connolly or Alan Brogan? Dermot Connolly. Your favorite playing position? Uh, left half forward. Your favorite music? Uh, I like all music, but probably um, ballads or that kind of thing. Your favorite film? Mm-hmm. Shawshank. Right. Do you like dark chocolate or milk chocolate? Milk. What's your favorite Irish ballad? It used to be Dublin in the rare old times or Grace. Do you give it a belt after a few points? No, no, not anymore. It used to be <laughs> what makes you laugh? Uh, yeah, good joke. <laughs> good joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your favourite way to relax? Um, yeah, just just going out with the wife, having a few drinks, and yeah, generally That's relaxing. Yeah. yeah, your biggest regret as a player. Oh, uh, well, never, never winning a senior eight 
seeing her one title, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah, it's the holy grail, isn't it? Yeah. 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 And last question, Mick. What advice would you give to all young hurlers and Gaelic footballers? Oh well, there's nothing like like uh, practice and you know keep practicing, and especially in, in hurling, you should always have your hurl by your side. Yeah, keep practicing <laughs> the skills. I keep, keep the skills all the time. Yeah. Keep, keep Brilliant. Going, you know? Well, Mick, that concludes our podcast. So, listen, I want to thank you for taking the time out of the sun there now to enjoy us. And, um, yeah, and hopefully, hopefully we see you back over the north side very soon. Oh yeah, yeah. I never, uh, never failed to go back over. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, brilliant, brilliant. Listen, Mick, thanks very much. And, we'll see you. Thank Mind you. Yourself. God thanks. bless. Bye bye. Bye.